Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And the FBI agent was secretly sleeping with... Oh wait, there's not enough time to complete that sentence. We've got to cut <laughs> to a montage. That's right. And um, if you didn't want to know that, well, I'm sorry because the premise of the show is Potential Spoilers and you that's the risk you run because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. And it's a spoiler for the movie that we're talking about this week, The Kitchen. It is. So Maddie D and I have both seen The Kitchen and now we're back to review what we originally predicted over a year ago. I'd completely forgotten that we'd even recorded that original episode. This is a movie that just completely flew under my radar, and I think everyone's radar. And you're now officially, if you've seen the movie, and I do encourage you, if you're going to listen to this episode, go out and watch The Kitchen first, because we're not going to really draw a lot of direct parallels to the actual plot of that movie. We're just going to reference what we originally said. But go and see it, because we're going to spoil the crap out of it. But by watching it, you are now officially a part of the club, which I'll call <laughs> hashtag in the kitchen. Oh, I love that Because name. so few people have seen this movie that everyone who has is now a part of the exclusive club. And we're the presidents of that yeah, club. Yeah, we're the presidents of that club since I think we were the first people to ever watch this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, first and people we watched definitely it, to talk we watched about it. it two nights ago. We did. No, we're definitely not the first people to talk about it. And we're definitely not the first people to see it. But yeah, The Kitchen, if you didn't know, was a box office bomb. It made $16 million on a $38 million budget, which is a small budget. That's a tiny budget for a, a big blockbuster movie, especially like a period piece. But $16 million, wow. Well, they wow. did it to themselves. They didn't promote this movie at no, all. No, no. And we should talk about that. We Let's should definitely talk, about, talk about that because in our original episode... Oh, by the way, if you haven't heard our original episode, please go back and listen to that because we're just going to reference that a lot. So if you don't have the context of that episode, you're really going to be lost with this episode. So yeah, please go back and listen to that. But and then come back and listen to this episode because right. we want you back. That's right. We definitely do. Now, if you have already listened to it, if you've seen The Kitchen, you're aces, you're in The Kitchen Club, hashtag in The Kitchen hashtag with us. Hashtag in The Kitchen. But in that original episode, we were theorizing why there was no promotional material for the movie whatsoever. And my thought was that they were so worried about like anti-feminist backlash. because Well, they didn't get any of that because yeah, they didn't no. get any backlash or feedback or anything. Yeah, or positive feedback, negative feedback. They just got nothing because no one cared about this movie. But I theorized, yeah, it was going to be anti-feminist backlash similar to Ghostbusters 2016 or similar to Charlie's Angels, which we, I think, discussed a few episodes after the Kitchen episode. But it doesn't look like that was actually the case. I think the real reason that they didn't really promote this movie is because they knew that they had, like, a stinker on their hands. You think that's the reason? Yeah, absolutely. I think they watched it because they were originally planning to release the movie in Oscar season, which is around, like, <laughs> really? October, maybe towards... December, like in the later part of the year, that's that's considered Oscar season. But then they released it early, if you remember, they released it in August rather than the original planned mm. October date. And the reason that they always put movies in that August period is if they know that they're not going to do well. Right. So this so is obviously what... the executives, they watched the movie and went, oh boy, this that... isn't like the contender that we thought it was going to be. This, so, this yeah. is just something you're theorizing, right? That's a theory. I just right. think they knew that they thought the movie was going to be bad and people wouldn't like it and they were right. And so they didn't promote it. I think that, that it was a missed opportunity. I think if they promoted it early, I think people would have, would have gone and seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. And then promoted it like as a female empowerment movie, it would have sold pretty well. Also, there was another movie called Widows, which is exactly the same premise, which had really? come out already. So it kind of looked like The Kitchen was just a ripoff of Widows. So I, I right. think they just wanted to avoid that comparison as well. Why didn't we do Widows? Uh, I think it came out before we did the show. Oh, uh, all right. Fair enough. So apparently Widows is exactly the same movie, but done better. Okay. From what I hear, but okay, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really judge. Yeah. Well, I remember at the time I was even questioning whether this movie was going to come out. Yeah, that's right. 
Because uh, I don't think we've said this yet, but our original prediction, well, you should have heard the episode already. You, so you, all, know, you guys are already on top of it. There was no promotional material for this movie, so we had nothing to go on. So we just basically pulled our plot just based on the cast list and the, the character descriptions and the nothing name out of thin air. of the movie. That's right. That's right. And we kind of thought that maybe there'd be a trailer released the week before. We were waiting for yeah. it. I remember we we stopped we delayed We delayed the episode. Yeah. yeah. We were like, there's going to be a trailer that's going to be released. We'll, we'll wait. We'll give it a few hours and we'll wait till the trailer is released. Then we'll just go into the episode and just react on the trailer. Yeah. And there was nothing. And then after we did the episode, how long was it when the trailer oh, was It was released? literally 24 hours. <laughs> right. 24 so hours we- after Missed the window by 24 hours. Yeah, after we recorded the episode, the trailer came out. Yeah, and I have not seen the trailer because yeah, I, I, did the I, I remember so I, I watched watch it, it. Yeah, but I don't think you really need to. But yeah, we we didn't really need to reflect on the trailer to because it was already too late. It was already hard printed. It was black and white in audio form. Mm. Our predictions were already out there. I found this episode or the episode that we recorded about the kitchen really fun because. We had nothing to go on. Yeah. It was kind of... We should do it more often. That's what I reckon. It was kind of... I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like just making up your own story. Yeah. I think we should do it more often because it, it really is rewarding in a lot of ways to go in completely blind, make absolutely crazy predictions, and then for them to pay off in a lot of ways, yeah. as we'll discuss as we talk about our plots. And there was a point there that we didn't even know what the genre of the movie was going to be. Yeah. We didn't know because Melissa McCarthy's in it and she usually, usually... Yeah, she usually does terrible comedy movies. She usually movies. does comedy. So we thought maybe it's a comedy. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a drama. Maybe it's... Who knows? Yeah, we who had knows? absolutely no idea. We also didn't realise that it was based on a comic until right before we recorded, so we didn't know anything about the comic, which I, I think I said in the previous episode that after we recorded, I was going to go and read the comic, which I did immediately after the recording. What a fucking terrible comic. You didn't like that, that comic. I'm not going to get that time back ever again. The movie, <laughs> the movie, The Kitchen is leaps and bounds better than the comic book of The Kitchen. Let me just break it down briefly for everybody. The major difference between the movie, The Kitchen and the comic book, The Kitchen is really the casting of the women themselves. So the women in the movie, so we've got... We've got Kathy, Claire, and we've got Ruby. Yeah, so we've got Tiffany Haddish, we've got Melissa McCarthy, and we've got Elizabeth Moss. So they... They're everyday people. Yeah, they look like everyday mothers, basically. So they're period appropriate. They look like they actually could be mothers. Where in the comic book, they're like three... Sexualized? Drop-dead gorgeous, supermodel-esque women who always are wearing like revealing outfits. And then the problem is, aside from their hair colour, they look exactly the same. And there's a point towards, I think it's in issue eight, where one of them dyes their hair colour blonde and matches another character and they look identical (laughs) and I couldn't tell them apart. And there are so many subplots in the comic book as well. Like the comic book, believe it or not, is longer than the movie. So the plot of the comic book is longer than the movie. Well, this movie was only about an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, that's right. It was an hour 40. But yeah, it felt felt longer to me, to be honest. Don't you just love these short movies? uh, They're so rewarding. But the, the comic book is really convoluted and everybody looks exactly the same. The artist wasn't exactly completely stellar but so I'm like who's that and, and the characters all have different names so I couldn't even really relate it back to yeah. what we predicted happened in the plot or what we thought was going to happen in the movie because the characters have different names for the most part and then every single scene is just them sitting down talking like it's a massive wall of text and being like what about Jimmy the Fink what about Lenny the Spruce you know and I'm like who are these characters do we <laughs> see these characters oh we can't go into that territory because that's Jimmy the Fink's territory yeah, so the movie did a stellar job adapting that awful, awful comic book. But was it a decent movie? I suppose we'll discuss that after we discuss our plots. 
Because, yeah, we always say that, oh, this isn't necessarily a review of the movie that we're covering. But we can't but, help it. But in our most recent episodes of actual spoilers, we really started to, like, really dive in and talk about our personal feelings about the movie because, you know... We don't we talk just could, about it. We yeah, don't we talk, don't talk about, about the movie about it. Uh, until we do this show. So it's a little bit of letting off steam. Yeah, it's that's a little right. bit of a therapy session that's for us right. sometimes. And we cover so many crap movies as well. It's just... Well, I think we just have to warn everybody. We have to do our civic duty of just telling everybody how awful these movies are. <laughs> And I don't think this week is going to be any exception, but we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, before we start talking about our plots, let's discuss how exactly our point system works. Do you want to break it down for everybody, Matty D? Sure thing. So, we decide to, in order to see who's more closer to the plot and yeah. who's... Because we want to decide a clear winner. Who was closer to the we actual We operate plot. on a point system. That's so right. if we guess something that there's no information about, that is a two points. Yep. If we guess something that's in the trailer or in the promotional material, yeah. not so much the trailer. Yeah, in this we case, didn't have a trailer in this one, so there's a lot of two pointers. It's one point, and if we're kind of close-ish, it's half a point. Yeah. And if we got something completely wrong. We're on the right wrong, track, but kind of wrong. Yeah. If we got something completely wrong, it's zero points. That's right. And so if you tally up all these points, we obviously have a clear winner. Uh, I've got to say, when I was judging this episode, when I was judging Maddie D's prediction compared to what actually happened in the movie, I was pretty forgiving this episode because we had nothing to go on. We had no trailer. so And we didn't even have character names. So you've got to kind of be a little bit generous when, you, when you're awarding points here. So I, I feel like I was pretty generous towards Are Maddie Are you sick D. of being mean to me? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I think I fluctuate. Some weeks I just want to be mean to you because you deserve it. And other weeks <laughs> I feel sorry for being mean. So. Have you noticed that we'll be mean to each other and the next episode will be more generous? It yes. depends on what we yes. do to each other. So if you're really mean to me the next episode, I'll be like, no, that's not deserving of yes, a point. Q. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Remember, go back and listen to our actual spoilers episode on John Wick if you really want to hear me get pissed off at you. Anyway. All right. So I believe I did the first prediction. So that means that you're going to cover what I said what first. What you did. Yes, that's right. Now, before we go into this, I, I want to go back way, way back to last year to when you talked about Melissa McCarthy. You said you didn't like her, but you said you were open minded. Yeah. Do you think she did a good performance here? Yes, I did. I was very impressed with Melissa McCarthy in this movie. Look at that. And I kind of want to see her do more serious roles now. I agree. I thought she was really good in this movie. I just thought we should say that. And so I think you owe Melissa McCarthy an apology. Well, I didn't say anything. So I'm going to show you this picture of Melissa McCarthy and I want you to apologize to her. No, I don't think I will because she still makes shitty comedy movies. (laughs) I'll apologize for you. I'm sorry for what Kieran said, Melissa. But did I not say in the previous episode that I was completely open to her doing a great job and impressing me? You did. And she did. And she did. In a gangster movie. Yes. One of your favorites. She genre. was great. I think she was one of the best characters in the movie. Yeah. One of the best actors in the movie. Definitely, too. I agree. The three women held this movie up pretty well, in my yes. opinion. I mean, everybody Other people had... did not. Yes. <laughs> but the three leads did. They had very shallow two dimensional characters in the movie, but that isn't really the actor's fault. For, right. for the material that they had, I think they did an excellent job. So let's just go into what you said. You said it would be very Martin Scorsese esque. Is he related to Martin Scorsese? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And it would have 70s music and have a loud gangster like intro. Which I give you two points for, because that's what happened in the movie. It's a man's world. And you said it would focus on an Irish crime family, which it does, who are working for the Corrietti's? Corrietti family. Corrietti family. Which I give you half a point for, because in the beginning... They're not working That's for right. the Credit family. But eventually, they kind of have a partnership. The, That's right, the lead yeah. female characters branch out to the Italian crime family and make an arrangement. And That's they, right, yeah. I don't know if they're working for them, but they're definitely working with them. So they pay them tribute in order to keep operating in Hell's Kitchen. And they also get to expand further in New York with that mobs, with the Italian mobs blessing. Which Coretti's is exactly blessing. what you said, but yeah. you thought... That, that would happen initially. That would yeah. happen initially. With the with the husbands. You said that none of the crime members would have accents, Irish accents, 
Yep. Which they do not, so that's two points. Very much like New York accents. <laughs> and you said the Irish crime family will run protection rackets and things of that nature, which they absolutely do. Well, we have to presume that they do. We don't see any of this and we're not told this. Well, they actually, they no, it is true. We do know that they run protection rackets, but apparently the husbands don't really do any protecting. In right. fact, with the movie opens with them robbing a place that they're supposed yeah. to be protecting. But we see later on that they have certain areas that they're supposed to look after. Yeah, that's right. By the way, you're getting a lot of two points here because I can't really give you one point for, you know, anything because yeah. there was no trailer. Well, And the only information we had was little paragraphs on In all fairness, characters. I did give you one points in circumstances where I think things were really obvious. Well, obviously, so, one of us is more generous than so the other. So, if you said, oh, it's going to be set in the 70s, well, no, duh. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I gave you two points for that. Anyway. I don't think I said it was specifically set in the 70s. So, you said that Jimmy, who is Kathy's husband, yep. is the natural-born leader. And the other guy who's Rob will be a tough guy with a short fuse, which he is. Actually, both of the other husbands are tough guys with short well, fuses. Well, in all fairness, Kevin is the the leader of the gang, specifically. I know they didn't specifically say it in the movie, but I did find out in doing research that Kevin is the leader of that trio and not Jimmy. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Jimmy right. sounded like he was the leader. Yeah, I know. I know. But well, I know we only saw him for about three seconds before oh. he went to jail. But yeah, Kevin is the leader of that group. Because okay. If you remember, the the mother basically assumes Kevin's mother basically assumes control. Oh, of the she family. does, doesn't yeah. she? So she he's the maid man. That's right. Yeah, right. That makes a little bit more sense there. In so I lose case, a point in that case. No, I don't think you lose a point because Jimmy's still the guy that calls the shots. He's the more level headed. Yeah, man. you're right. So okay, your assessment sorry. on the characters was still correct. Not gonna not gonna rub a point from you for that. Uh, you also said that they work with a weedy dumb thug who is Jimmy Jimmy Smalls or Jimmy the Little or whatever they call him. And I little give you, Jackie, you mean? Jackie, that's it. That's it. And I give you half a point for that because we, the little. we don't see him at the start and he's not weedy and dumb. He is dumb. Yeah. But you describe him later on as being um, incompetent, incompetent basically. and useless, which he definitely is. Yes. And he does work with them because he takes over after they're arrested. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you said they pay tribute to Tony Coretti, which I give you half a point for. Now, his name wasn't Tony. His t- name was Tony in the comic book, right? Yeah, that's right. But his name was Alphonse. So yep. an Italian name we didn't mention in the show. No, I think we named every other Italian stereotypical mobster name under the sun. Tony, but we Giovanni. We didn't mention uh, Alphonse. Mario. No, his name was Alphonse. Oh, we'll get Alphonse to Mario. Don't you worry about that. So you said that our three leads are all married. Kathy is pretending yeah. oh, that obviously. her life is legitimate. Yep. And she has two girls, which you were wrong about, by the yeah. way. I just yep. want to say that. Uh, but she wants them to grow up normal. Now, we don't really see that a lot, but it, I guess so. So I gave it's you two points. It's sort of implied. It's implied. Yep. Um, she does have this moment at the dinner table where she wants them to be whatever they want to be when they grow up. Yep. So you get a vibe for that. Then you talk about Ruby and you say that she feels like her options are limited. You said all the housewives feel like their options yep. are limited. That's which right. we do get a scene where Kathy's looking for jobs and the job helper guy is just like, you're a woman, you can't get a job. So that's yes. very much the case. So they all see that they're limited in what they can and can't do. But specifically Ruby. But specifically Ruby, which is why she's with Kevin, which is exactly right. Two points there. In fact, it's kind of a lot why very much the reason a lot of these housewives, a lot of these characters are with their husbands. I mean, I think Kathy likes her husband, but everybody else is very much the case. Uh, You said Rob is violent and abusive. I give you one point because that is in the character brief. Yes, he is a woman abuser and wall puncher. Yes. And does very much, he does very little else really. No. Uh, but he doesn't need to, I guess. And the three wives know each other. They spend a lot of time with each other, which is true. It's two points here. Yep. 
By the way, did you notice that no one ever goes into a kitchen? Oh, no, there is a few kitchens throughout the movie, is but that? there's no, it's not the focus. No one's ever spending an extended period of time in a kitchen. Well, no one spends an extended period of time anywhere in the movie because everything's so brief. So, yeah, the three wives, they, they go to the bar, they drink, they go to a cafe, they drink, and they, they talk yep. about stuff. So they all know each other. You said within the first 20 minutes, Jimmy, Kevin, and Rob will be arrested. I didn't have a timer on, but it was very... It was probably the first 20 seconds. earlier than the first 20 minutes happens very, very soon. Soon, so that is completely correct. And Common, who is our undercover agent, whose name I can't remember in the Silvers. movie. Silvers. Silvers? Yeah. You said he's going to be an undercover agent. Who's working with the gang. Who's working with the, working gang. With the yeah. gang. Now, that is incorrect. He does arrest the gang, but technically, because the twist of the movie is Ruby is working with Silvers. Yep, that's right. And she's helping him and he's corrupt and she's helping him, you know, rise up to the top and take over the crime family. So in a way, you were yeah. kind of correct. Well, there you go. Very generous. She arrests, she arrests the three guys for the purpose of Ruby's overall intention. So yep. I give you two points in total there. You said the husbands go away for 10 years. I give you half a point because it's never specified how long they're going for. Three it. years. It changes, but... They do specifically say three years, but they, they don't stay in jail for three no, years. but they... I give you half a point for that because, you know, they go to jail. Little Jackie. Look, I did mention him in my notes. Takes charge and gets shot. Now, you thought he'd be shot by a butcher. He's actually yep. killed by... He is shot. There you go. He is shot. So that's two points there, but he is shot by... Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. Domhnall Gleeson's character. Kind of on the right track there. You said Ruby sees this as an opportunity and tries to convince Kathy to take over the responsibilities of the crime family, and Kathy and Claire don't want to do it. Two points, because yep. that's pretty much what happens. Yep, that's pretty much Pretty it. much the overall thing of the movie as well. They meet a hitman, who is Gabriel, who's fled for a while and is now back. He hates Rob. Robin has a vendetta over some previous uh, operation that went yeah. bad. Now, I'll give you two points. He does hate Rob, but because he has a pre-existing romance to Claire. Yeah, yeah apparently so. Apparently, or he kind of... They don't really explain it. Liked her from afar. Gabriel and Claire seem to have a relationship already when they meet each other. They seem to know each other and they seem to suggest that they were having an affair. I don't think they were having an affair. I think he was well, just... Well, they just don't explain He had it. a bit of a crush on her, I guess. Yeah, I think so. And now that she's out of the picture. Which you actually said, by the way, now that she's out of the picture, he can kind of move in. Well, now that Rob is out of the picture, not now that she's out of the picture. Oh, now that Rob is out of the picture, Gabriel yeah. can move in. That's right. But yeah, it was really handled sloppily in the movie. They don't really explain a lot of character motivations and backgrounds. It's just like, we're just left to presume. Yeah. In fact, particularly you said Gabriel bursts into Rob's house thinking he's there. Claire... In my plot, that is. That's in your plot, yeah. yeah. Claire knocks him over with an object. Frying because, pan, rolling pin, whatever. she thinks that he's, you know, an attacker. Realises the confusion and nurses him back to health, and that's where their romance starts. Right, yeah. No such thing happens in the overall no, plot. No, it's just already established. Like, it just it's establishes. Just done. I found Elizabeth Moss really, really attractive in this movie. When really? She kinda, yeah, when she kind of opens up and maybe, maybe it's wow, the when killer she, thing. When she, <laughs> she became a killer, they're like, oh, that I don't know. I was, I was really shipping this romance. Uh, wow, okay. You really um, saw yourself as Domhnall Gleeson? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. definitely. The housewives take over and they try to be nice at first, but have no respect. You say that they just kind of get laughed at and mocked. Yep. And eventually they have no choice but to be a little bit more aggressive and take out all their pent up anger and frustration out on the people they're looking after, which I give you a point and a half for because they're kind of being nice people. Yeah. And then they have to get a standover man to come and yeah, rough people right. up. So you're on they the get right. Their two track cousins there. to come in and be standover men. So that's that's one and a half there. But we actually had a joke when we were watching the movie because when they initially 
start offering protection to people. They're like, they come into the businesses and they're like, oh, what are we going to have to do to get you to start paying us money again? Can we send the kids around to help you with some of the work? Can they clean your windows? And so we had this whole running joke where it was just like, Instead of using standover tactics, the wife just is like, am I going to have to send my kids around to help you out or to help you do the dishes? I can pick up your kids from school. Yeah. You start paying us money. If you don't hand over the cash, I might have to send someone around to your children's school to pick them up and drive them home. <laughs> I can help them with their math homework. Yeah. Yeah. So next part of your plot, you say that they shake up a butcher, which I think they do. And they eventually yeah, kill they do, somebody. Actually. Which they do kill somebody, but it happens a little later on. Oh, by the way, in the comic book, I hadn't read it when I did that plot. That exact thing happens. There is a butcher who's refusing to give them money and they do kill the butcher mm-hmm. by just taking it too far. And then it turns out that the butcher is a made man, oh, which doesn't that, happen in the movie. Is but, that what sparks off the conflict? Yeah, that's right. Mm. But that doesn't happen in the actual movie. But I just thought it was interesting that something I predicted in my plot happens exactly in the yeah. comic book. Well, it doesn't happen quite so much here no. in this movie. This movie's pace is really fast, by the way. So this yes. is all just happening like one after the yeah. other. Bang, 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 uh, bang. You said Claire is the first one to kill. Surprise, surprise. That does happen. I guess we both guessed yep. that. Well, they did say that in the, the character bios that she was going to really? be. Yeah, she was going to be murderous. Oh, but didn't say she was going to be the first one necessarily. No, to no, kill of course not. But it's a, you know, under the assumption, she, I guess. Just, it says that she like starts to enjoy killing people. Mm, which she does. And you said there'd be a comic scene of them disposing the body that'll be played for laughs and they'll be dumped in the Hudson River. Oh, that's right. So, played for laughs, I, I don't know if it that's It was kind the of case. played for laughs because there's a scene where they're cutting up a guy with a like a steak knife in a bath. Yeah. And the, the two other wives, Kathy walk and out. Ruby, get disgusted and they walk out. But then Claire gets really excited and she says, like, oh, can I cut off his other leg? And that's played for laughs. Yeah, I give you two points anyway, but I guess Perfect. they're just trying to make it seem like Gabriel is like really normal and like he's just like, oh, normal. this is just part of the job. Well, he's like normal. Oh, he sees killing as normal. Yeah, and he's just so used to it and so desensitized. Right, so right, right. I guess in that respect, it's kind of comedic, maybe, or it might just be like, oh, this is messed up. Either way, I give you two sets of two points because Claire is the first one to kill and they do have that scene. And they do dump him in a river. I don't know if it's a Hudson River. I'm not good at my American geography, but close enough is good enough as far as I'm concerned. So they start enjoying the gangster lifestyle. By the way, I just want to point out, they they dump the bodies really weird. They walk out like almost shoulder deep into the water to dump them rather than just tossing them off a pier or something. They literally walk out into the water with the body and dump them, which I imagine would be like super polluted as well. They do that twice, right? Yeah, that's right. Because Gabriel does it. And then Claire does it. And then Claire does it. But I think Claire does it so she can do that whole baptizing symbolism thing where she dunks herself and goes like, I'm free. I'm reborn. I'm reborn. Yes. My hair's slightly darker now. Yes. It gets red. How weird is that? Yes. Well, it's almost like she gets blood. blood. In her, yeah, she gets blood in her hair. But the whole rest of the movie, she's got like red in her hair. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice that. They turn out to be better than their husbands. Uh, yep. Gabriel becomes their standover man, even though they don't need it. They kind of need it. Yes, he's they kind do. of very much essential. He's a one-man show that's doing everything yes. for them. He's a very busy man. He's like Doctor Reyes. <laughs> he's in just New like Mutants. running around, like you know, all over the streets of uh, Hell's Kitchen, just doing all this work. And Claire and Gabriel start seeing each other. So that's two sets of two points and one point there because we know Claire and Gabriel have a romantic reaction just off the character bio. So you're not that clever, yeah, Kieran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't start. Don't get your ego. All right, fair enough. Check your ego here. It's it's you know it was in the it was in the character bio. So we find out at this point that the Coretti family is run by a woman called Mama Coretti. Right. Tony is the face of the organization, but she runs the whole show from behind the scenes. Yep. And she thinks that the three uh, women openly acting as, as mobsters is disrespectful and it kind of angers her. Yeah. Now, I give yeah, you half a point. We're going to have to dissect this. I give you half a point because Tony has a wife that we see briefly. Yeah. And she's like awful. We don't see his mother at all though. Yeah. No, but Kevin... 
the Irish mobster has a mother that's who right. is the matriarchy figure here. In the Irish mob rather so, than the Italian mob. That's what I said, the Irish mob. Did I say the Irish mob? No, well, in my prediction, it was the mother of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mother of the Italian Yeah, mob. the Coretti family so is it's, running it behind it's like the scenes. You got the character right, but you got it in the, right, you got in it the wrong, wrong context. Yeah, crime family. Yeah, that's right. So this character existed as the Irish... And she does have kind of a vendetta against at least Ruby. Yeah, that's right. Because she doesn't... She's a racist, pretty yeah, much. Basically. Um, so I gave you half a point there. She hates all the right. wives for some reason. Does she hate all the wives? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She Didn't she them. call them... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah. say it, don't say it. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, she doesn't respect them. She has like a whole hierarchy thing going on, but she never does anything about it. She just kind of be like, wait till these husbands come yeah. out. And then, and then they push her down the stairs. And then she, Yeah. Which she apparently died you from. You didn't say that though. No, I didn't. Now, when is... we were watching the movie, I said, oh, I'm pretty sure I, in my prediction, I said she gets pushed down the stairs. And then wouldn't you know it in the movie, she gets pushed down the stairs, but I never said that. I must've thought it, but never said it. It's not in your show notes, which you were kind enough to give me. It's not in the recording. No. So I think you must've thought it or you've said it afterwards because yeah, I recall you saying that either that or it happened in the comic actually no that character wasn't even in the comic so I couldn't have just picked it up from the comic so I have no idea maybe no it was just one of those for yeah, that. doesn't count but I was Done so excited it. you were so excited but you never said it you were no. like yes 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 I called that everyone's going to be so confused because there's no <laughs> reference to me talking about her being pushed down the stairs at all no. in the original episode so yeah so you said uh, Mama Coretti tries to kill the wives and or sends assassins I should say to That's kill right. the wives and they all get wiped out in a bloody gang warfare now the assassins I, that is not the, the wives. assassins yeah yeah so i gave you half a point there because there are assassins sent to kill the housewives yeah, they were sent by the husbands rather That's than right. the, the mother yeah so sort of on the right track in the movie this point in the movie the husbands get out of jail and they want to reclaim their their turf their turf and they do so by sending assassins to kill their own wives That's right. but That's at this right. stage rob i think is dead and kevin is not with ruby anymore so, that's right yeah and jimmy's just a piece of trash apparently yep so well, the- he tries to sell them out to the mob. Jimmy tries to sell uh, Kathy and the other the other wives out to mm. the Italian mob, the Coretti's, because yeah. he goes there and he's just like, please help me. Yeah. My wife won't let me be the Don anymore. And so they kill him. Yeah, and then they kill him. <laughs> Which is funny because in this point in your plot, you actually say now that they get released from prison and you say yep. they get released for good behavior yeah, I was or joking. a bribe. Yeah. And that pretty much is what yeah, happens. Yeah, I, that I is, can't remember. They do get released for good behavior. Yeah, I think they say something to that effect. Yes. And they're all furious, which they are. Rob discovers the affair. Now in the movie, this happened ages ago, but in your plot, this is happening now. Rob discovers the affair, slaps around Claire and Gabriel comes in. They have a tussle. He pumbles Gabriel to death, I think you said. Yep, and Claire right. kills him by smashing him over the head. Now I'll give you two sets of two points because Rob does burst into the apartment, discovers it is an affair. Gabriel doesn't die. No. Claire kills Rob. That's right. By shooting him. Not a satisfying beating him up physically, no, which I was no. kind of looking forward to. And then he kills Claire. So No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Colin kills Claire. Colin, the grocery delivery boy, kills Claire because he bursts in to kill both of them. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He comes in. He's sent by one of the husbands to kill That's him. right. He was sent by Kevin. I completely forgot that. I just merged those two scenes together because yes. they happened in the same room. it was such a forgettable movie. Well, and everything was happening so quickly, we couldn't absorb anything. In any case, uh, you're right about this scene with Rob and Claire and Gabriel. And in the point of the movie, Claire dies. Uh, yeah, but in she's your killed plot, by the grocery boy. Who alive. saw that coming? Nobody. You said the movie will overall be pretty violent, which I guess it depends on your standards. I mean, but I thought it was. was. It was I thought it, it was, was pretty so tame, but it was like I give. You, I wouldn't show it to a child. Yeah, I give you two points because I think it was violent. I think there was a lot of death. There was a lot of yeah. uh, gruesome stuff happening. They carve up a body for God's sake. Yeah, well, we don't see it. Well, no, but you see the blood go. Pfft. Yeah, that's right. 
Ruby and Kathy will feed the FBI information to get their husbands arrested. Ooh. Now, Ruby interesting. and Ruby and Ka- Now this is really interesting because you said Ruby and Kathy will still like them. They don't want to yeah. they don't want to kill them, but they just want to get them out of the way because they they like ruling the crime family. They That's like right. doing what they're doing and they're better at it and their husbands are just not understanding and trying to take back over them. There. So they want to send kitchen. them to jail, but they want to do so without the hu- their husbands knowing it was them. Now that's really interesting because if I can break that point down, yep. Ruby is working with the FBI and that's Ruby right. is setting up the husbands. To be jailed, that's right. To get them out of the way so she can take over. Mm-hmm. And Ruby wants to kill them, whereas Kathy doesn't. And she fights Ruby against Ruby does that. get her own husband killed and they also, well, Rob, Rob is killed by Claire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ruby has her own husband killed and she basically tells Kathy, look, you've got to kill your At husband. At this point, She's anyone like, who no! hasn't watched the movie is getting really confused. Well, so you hopefully need to watch you're the movie. on the same page. But yes. So I'll give you half a point because you're very, very close. Yeah. You're very, very close. Yeah. If you break it down... That's essentially right. It's essentially right. You said the husbands go to jail at this point. Now, not really. They're all dead, which yeah, we didn't think true. was going to happen. We actually specifically said the husbands well, won't die. Yeah. Or you said as Rob we would mentioned die, before, Kathy, but the other two won't. In the actual movie, Kathy does end up setting up her husband to be killed mm-hmm. because he tries to get her well, killed. Well, he deserved it. Yeah, that's he right. He deserved it. In a scene I really loved as well. You involved our children? And here we go. Here's the ending of your movie. The wives are now ruthless killers. I gave you half a point because they kind of are, but it, the movie kind of sets it up like Hell's Kitchen is better that they're in charge. Yeah. Like they're good for the community. They're being good people. Well, which is confusing to me because Ruby and Kathy go to kill each other at one point, mm. but then they sort of decide that we sort of need each other for this to work. And then they just yeah. sort of form an uneasy alliance and that's how the movie ends. But they're kind of like, oh, it's better that we're in charge. So let's work together to help. I guess the implication is other women get, you know, in better positions or yeah. whatnot. Yeah, maybe. So the, the message of the movie was really murky. So I gave you half a point because they're not ruthless killers, but they're kind of adopting this Well, they are ruthless life. killers. But, but the movie doesn't set it up like that. killed her husband. Claire did. Claire's a ruthless killer who's dead at this stage. And Ruby I guess- didn't give a shit when her husband was dead. She went and looked at him in his bed dead with bullet holes in him and was just like- Yeah, but he just it. Yeah, I know, but she didn't care. She, oh no, she did cry. Actually, she did cry <laughs> in a really awkward scene. <laughs> and she gave she... him a kiss on the on the yeah, forehead. That's right. So I gave you half a point. Right. right. Anyway, that, that's my justification. Did for I that. not describe the ending basically perfectly? That is Minus my Claire. next. That's my next point. Minus which, Claire. Calm down. You got two points for yeah. this. So okay, let me cool. let me give it to you properly. So you said that the three of them walked down the street to upbeat seventy song with sunglasses. I can't remember if they're wearing sunglasses. They probably. were. They were. And it all flashed to a still shot, which is exactly what happened when we watched this movie. I was like, oh my god. Now, Claire isn't in this picture, but how would we dead. know that? Yep. Because you thought she was going to live. She's not. But pretty much everything else happened exactly. They're walking down a street, 70s music, freeze frame shot, clap, clap, clap. So you called the ending of this movie, uh, which gives you a total of 51 points. 51 points? And a half. Oh, wow. Now I gave I'm, you. I'm extremely surprised by that many. Now, things. I gave you a lot of two points because there was no information. Suddenly, to I don't feel like I was as generous. <laughs> And I gave you a few half points, which you could probably hear here. But I mean, I can't give you one point because there was no point. There was no ev- evidence of anything. So you did really, really well. When I broke your plot down, I was like, "Holy cow! Skip him another he point. is actually." Are you giving me more points? Yes, I am. Bad? <laughs> but I was like, "Wow!" You know, for a movie that we didn't know anything about, you you guessed a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I think we can safely say that you pretty much did a similar thing as well because we should just get straight into what you predicted. Yeah. Wow. I really liked my plot, by the way, listening Yeah, back. your plot was good. In a lot of ways, I thought it was a better movie, but let's let's yes, go into it. let's get into it. So another thing that you agreed with me on was that you thought that the Irish mobsters wouldn't have Irish accents. We both said this and we were both right. They do have New York accents, so that's two points straight away for you there. Yay. 
And in a very descriptive uh, <laughs> that doesn't even happen. string of words, you, uh, you said that the movie will open with a cold open, cutting between a housewife doing household duties and a mobster doing gangster shit. So we're going to see like a housewife cutting up some carrots while a mobster's cutting off like a butcher's fingers. How much time did I dedicate to this opening? Heaps. Heaps. More time than they dedicated to it in the actual movie. Or any scene. Now, I actually gave you half a point for that because while we, it doesn't happen exactly how you described... Uh, it's very much separated in the real movie. We see the housewives doing some household chores. If I'm being very generous, they are sort of yeah. doing household chores. They bring their husbands a beer before they leave, <laughs> that, essentially. That, that housewife chore of bringing beer to your husband. That's essentially like a, a stereotypical housewife sure. chore. And then the husbands, they leave and rob one of the stores that they're supposed to be uh, protecting, which seems kind of, kind of intuitive, if you ask me. And so there's no cuts between. That would be a really good opening. And I think they should have actually done that. But no, they didn't do that at all. So I only gave you half a point. because Yeah, Hollywood should hire me to make that. You're on the right track. Yeah, you should just be writing them. This movie did did need a better writer. But anyway. <laughs> I wonder if they robbed the... I remember we were joking that they robbed the liquor store and they just stole more beer because they were out. <laughs> oh, dear. You said that the opening scene would be accompanied by, quote, nice 70s music which I've actually given nice. you two points. I gave you one point originally for that because I was like, well, it's set in the 70s. Obviously, there's going to be 70s music. But since you were so generous, I bumped it up to two Thank points. Thank you. That's nice of you. And you said that the title will appear over Kathy Brennan bringing Sunday lunch to the mobsters. Now, no, not happen. only does that, that not happens. happen at all, there is actually no title shot in the movie at all. I rewatched the opening just oh. to check. It just says 1978 Hell's Kitchen. And then there's no The Kitchen title shot in the movie at all. Oh, wow. Which is something that they do a lot. I've noticed that they don't have title shots in movies anymore. They just seem to go straight into it. Unless it's like a big bombastic thing like Avengers Endgame where they have like a very... Like, dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah. they need to do their comic logo Yeah, exactly. Thing. Exactly. So most movies, they'll just completely skip opening credits these days. They won't even have an opening title shot. And that's very much been the, the case for the last 10 years. So yeah, couldn't give you any points for that because that kind of doesn't happen. You said that we're shown the difference between the mobsters and their wives as the mobsters talk business while the wives are away from the men in the next room sort of like preparing food and cleaning yeah they talk turkey while their wives make turkey yeah, that's exactly right nice one uh, I gave you two points for that because we do see a physical divide between the wives and their husbands a lot of the times in the movie there's a specific scene that I'm thinking of where they're in a bar and the wives are sitting on one side of the bar while the husbands are on the other side of the bar with everybody else, like laughing and having a good time while the wives are looking pretty like forlorn on the other side. I guess that's what I said, but in my plot, it was at a Sunday barbecue yeah, that's rather right. than in a, that's right. a, a dingy Irish bar. There was dingy bars in this movie. Yeah, I didn't guess that. There was dingy bars aplenty and you didn't even mention it once. You said that Kathy would be a straight-laced typical housewife and is happy in her role as such. And I gave you a point for that because we very much knew that from the character brief. That was one of the few things we did know. <laughs> uh, and you said that Claire would be timid and meek. Gave you a point for that because she is. Again, she it was in the, uh, the character brief. And you said that the husbands aren't concerned about potential surveillance from the feds, which I gave you two points for because they're so unconcerned about <laughs> potential surveillance from the feds, they get arrested by the feds while they're stupidly robbing a store that they're supposed to be protecting. Was that store they were supposed to protect that store? Yes. It was in <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Right, okay. You said that Claire would be yelled at and disrespected by her husband. This is in your opening scene, but mind you, this does happen in the opening scene of the movie. She is yelled at and disrespected by her husband in his introduction, so I gave you two points for that. I think he throws like a drink across the room because he's like, 
because she's sitting by, well, she's standing by like the fridge and yeah, she's she got a, like a fresh black eye. He's like, you're going to make a big deal out of this? You're going to make a big deal out of this? And then he grabs like a drink out of her hand and throws it across the room. Well, isn't it food or something like that? No, it's, no, it's the ice. Right? Yeah, it's the it's ice. The ice that she's holding to her face. Yeah, that's right. By the way, the housewives are joking about the fact that she's like getting beaten by Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Wow. You predicted that uh, Claire would have a black eye in the opening scene. I just mentioned oh, it. Oh, wow. I, I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. So you get two points there because she does have a black eye. You said that the other housewives are concerned about Claire's black eye. <laughs> oh, God. Not only are they not concerned, Matty D, they make fun of her, as you just said. I couldn't believe that. They're like, the only skill you've got is you're good at getting hit. Yeah. That's an actual quote from the movie, everybody. Kieran's yeah. not, not a jerk. That actually so was They don't said. even give a shit that her husband's beating her up. Ruby says that, I think. And then yeah, that's Claire right. reasonably walks away. Yes. Because she's mad and upset. And Kathy's like, too far, Ruby. Too far. Yeah. You just crossed the line there by making fun of domestic abuse. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, they're definitely not concerned, so I can't give you any points there. Uh, you said that Kathy would have two kids, a boy and a girl. She oh. absolutely has a boy and a girl. We had no idea what gender give the kids me those would be. Points. I don't know why we were concerned, but it got you two points. I'll take it. You thought that Kathy would be the audience surrogate? Mm, I gave you half a point for that because she kind of is. She's sort of like... Oh, well, She's the protagonist, right? Yeah, it's, you could argue that she is. You could argue that she isn't. So I'm just going to give you half a point because nobody really seems to be the protagonist. They seem to focus on... They jump all over the place. So <laughs> it's you could say that anybody is the protagonist. Any one of the three wives is the protagonist. So yeah, gave you half Well, you point. can't say Claire's the protagonist. They do focus on her a lot. Uh, I guess so. And Ruby's like holding her cards close to her chest. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, because Kathy is the most relatable one, I suppose. Uh, yeah, half a point. Couldn't give you anything more than that. You said that the husbands would be arrested during Sunday lunch in front of their wives and children. Uh, I gave you half a point for that as well because they are arrested in the first scene in front of their wives. Did you notice when they're robbing the convenience store or whatever it is that they're robbing, the, the police rock up and arrest the husbands and then suddenly like the wives are there the wives are like, oh no, what's going on? Yeah, what are they doing there? Yeah, I don't know. It's like they followed their husbands to watch them <laughs> do the robbery. It didn't make any sense to me. It was on their way to wherever they were going. Yeah, maybe. Or either that or they're robbing a store directly opposite their houses. And so they just come out to see what the commotion is. Yeah, they'd be that stupid. Yes. Anyway, so moving on. You said that the mobsters aren't concerned about going to jail. They aren't at all. In fact, they're sort of celebrating it. They're having drinks at the bar. So I gave you two points for that. You said that the wives would visit their husbands in jail. They absolutely do. Gave you two points for that as well. At least one does. There was no Midnight Express breast uh, up against the glass scene, which I was very disappointed you were at. disappointed, yeah. Yeah. I think you, every... you wanted to see Melissa McCarthy yeah, okay. put her <laughs> maybe breasts I'll, up against the maybe glass. Maybe I shouldn't be as... Uh, uh, disappointed. Well, that eyebrows actor who is like pleasuring himself, <laughs> crying. All right, maybe some things are best left unsaid. So, you said that Jimmy, who is Kathy's husband, is the leader of the mobsters, quite like I said. Uh, but no, it is Kevin, as we've established. So no points there. We uh, didn't know that though, watching the movie. We didn't know that. No, because they didn't. They didn't really explain it at all. Because I was watching, like, who's going to be the leader? Oh wait, they don't tell us at all. But yeah, we've already discussed it when we were talking about my plot. You said that Jimmy tells Kathy to take charge of their criminal operation while they're in jail. Uh, oh, no, okay. that does not happen at all. In fact, he kind of wants the opposite. He just says, "Don't you worry about a thing." Little Jackie's going to take care of you. There's nothing to worry about. But yeah, we know that that's not the it case. It becomes a plot point that they really don't want that. Yes. Because they get humiliated for their S wives taking over their jobs. That's right. You said that Little Jackie is a local mob boss who isn't a part of the Irish mob family at all. Uh, and he comes in and attempts to take over Hell's Kitchen while the three husbands are in jail. And that's not true at all. Little Jackie does work with the Irish mobsters. In fact, yeah, he yeah. does take over the mob. You were right. You're right. I guess in my head, he was going to be like a, a slimy a opportunist, you know? Yeah, but he was. So you said that the wives consult Helen O'Carroll, who is uh, Kevin O'Carroll's mother, who is Ruby's mother-in-law, uh, who gives them advice. I gave you half a point because...
because while they don't consult her, she certainly does give them a lot of advice. I don't even know if that was in my like original idea of the movie. I think I heard you talk about that character. And I was like, oh god, I got to yeah, put her in did. somewhere. Yeah, so you did. You did what a slopper in here! But you did a better job with her than than I did. I think. Well, actually, mm. I went more in depth with her character in my plot, but you just sort of inserted her in. But you kind of inserted her in in an interesting way. So yeah, half a point there. Well, um, she is she is that character. She is the Irish matriarchy, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you said that not the, Tony's mum. No. You said that the wives decide to hire a hitman to scare off little Jackie. Uh, no, that doesn't happen no. at all. You said that the hitman is Gabriel, who's been laying low for the past few years. I gave you a point for that because we knew that about him going into it. Uh, and you said that the wives smooth things over with Gabriel, who doesn't trust them at first, but then suspiciously decides to help them. Yeah. I wonder where this is going. Oh, God. I know I know you're going to tear this apart. Well, in, I can't give you any points for that because in the actual movie, he just appears out of nowhere without any explanation and just starts working with no, them straight away. No, he explains it. He was like, oh, I had to go lay and then I came back. No, I mean, like, he just is introduced with no explanation as to who he is or why sure. is there or why he's helping them. Sure. He's just like, I'm here now. I'll help you out. Because he wants to he wants to bang Claire. Yeah, that's right. So you said that Gabriel acts as the wives' guide to the underworld. I gave you two points for that because he essentially does. As we discussed before, he does all of their work for them. Yeah, but I mean, Very they're, busy man. they're already involved in the underworld. He doesn't, like, introduce it. I guess he does tutor them in how to cut up a body. That's right. Yeah, he teaches them the darker side of mob life. You thought that the wives and Gabriel would kidnap little Jackie and try to intimidate him. No, that doesn't happen at all. Uh, and you said that Claire would accidentally kill little Jackie while they are torturing him. I gave you half a point because he is killed. Claire is involved, but uh, Gabriel does actually kill him while protecting uh, Claire because little Jackie sneaks up behind Claire and tries to rape her. What was I thinking? Thinking they were going to ease into the killing subtly just to like, yeah. you know, escalate the character through a logical se- You did really have a better plot than this actual movie. Instead of just like, oh, I saw someone get their heads shot off. I'm going to start doing that now. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't even realise it was little Jackie at first. No, when we he were so snuck confused. up behind Claire like, for a bit of rape. Who is that? We thought it was Gabriel then. Like, huh? Because I thought it was a dream sequence. Yeah. I thought it was like Claire was going to wake up and be like, Oh, what a terrible nightmare. I, I can't be abused anymore. I'm going to start taking things, start making action, you know. But no, it was actually... It was actually happening. Little Jackie. Yeah, it was very confusing. Uh, you said that after Little Jackie is killed, the wives build up a reputation around the neighborhood that they're not to be messed with. I gave you two points for that because that's pretty much exactly what happens. Yeah, they say it in the film. And you said that Claire would develop a bloodlust after killing for the first time. I gave you a point for that because we knew that about Claire we knew that about from Claire. the character bio. You said that since their business isn't doing well, Kathy decides to start dealing drugs through door-to-door Avon ladies, which is a very clever idea. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't in the movie at all. <laughs> oh, man. I wish it was. Oh, though. man, imagine that. What a clever concept. By it me, was a clever I concept. Say. I think they needed to do more of that in the movie, but the movie was just very much playing it safe and just doing what all mob movies do. Mm. But just the twist is, oh, they're women. But also, back to Claire's bloodlust. She was like just killing people, just like they looked at her funny. It was yeah, like, that's this right. This person needs to die. If they bum-rushed her in the uh, the soup kitchen, then she kills mm. them. This guy didn't tuck his shirt in. Yeah, that's right. Kill that's him. That's right. He, he always had a... Attitude. He had an attitude problem. <laughs> Let's kill him. You said that the wives are more successful in their crimes since they're using new tactics that fly under the radar of the local law enforcement. I gave you half a point for that because they don't really do anything different. They're just sort of like, maybe we should actually offer protection for our protection money <laughs> rather than not. So they end up just doing the same things as the men ultimately. So Yeah, and their kids, their kids come over and help the re- restaurant owner, you know, clean up. You thought that them being women in the movie would really impact their activity and, and really that's what makes them stand out from the men? Well, that's what you said as well. Yeah, that's 
That's right, but the movie didn't focus on that at all yeah. when they really should have. Well, like we, I think we both thought that them being women would offer a new perspective that's and right. make them better than the That's husbands. right, and that's what the movie really needed, but they did not do that at all. You said that the wives make a lot of money in their criminal empire. I gave you two points for that because they certainly do. There's yeah. a, a hilarious scene where they're counting on the money. Oh, I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> How many wontons? Yeah. Said that Claire's husband is released from jail early. I gave you two points for that because technically all three husbands are released from jail early, but he is released from jail mm. early, as we discussed on Good Behavior. Well, I needed to write in this scene where he confronts her. Yes, he's, you said that Claire's husband gets angry and confronts Claire, but Claire is a different person now and stabs him in the neck with a pair of chopsticks. <laughs> Why? I Why wish a pair that of happened. chopsticks? I wish that happened. You, you just thought it'd be a nice image. Yeah. But no, she's getting Chinese him. takeout in the 70s and they just have chopsticks there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it would work really well. You gotta take risks with these plots. Yes. Yeah, I only gave you half a point because she does kill him, but she just shoots him. Kind of a boring Very unexcited. I like yes. both of our versions of the death of Rob rather than just yes. being I think it's more satisfying for it to be more gruesome. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do anything more interesting. So you said that Claire goes on the run with Gabrielle. She doesn't. No. They don't really need to. They run the neighborhood. And you said that Ruby gets caught out by FBI agent Silvers, who's been watching them the entire time. That's not really the case, Matty D. She's I banging mean, him in a very confusing scene. It's revealed that she's banging him. And then suddenly they're just like, ah, this was my master plan the whole time. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Will that cause a conflict for the rest of the movie? Nope. They I'm, just go back to doing what they did. Technically, he's been watching her this entire time, even though yeah, they're just banging. Yeah, technically. Should I give you half a point for that? Let's give you half a point for you, that. You Why can, not? You can stick Why with not? your normal points. No, nah, I'm going to give you half a point for that. I think I'm going to be I must have been. I must have done really bad in the points here for you being so generous. Well, I thought you did well, but anyway, we'll get there. So you said that Ruby agrees to become a rat for the FBI agent. I gave you half a point for that because he is corrupt, and as we've discussed, she's <laughs> using him to get ahead. By the way, you said it was a confusing scene, but there was a scene where Ruby's watching Claire and Gabriel it make ma- It looks, and it we're looks like, like they're having a threesome. Is this a threesome? Yeah. Or is this just she's thinking about stuff and then flashing artistically to them making love? Because Well, there's clearly someone like in her bed. She's watching them have sex. Yeah. Have sex. The way maybe, that it's edited. Maybe she's into that. we see Claire and Gabriel having sex. And then we cut to Ruby watching the bed and like the, the sheets on the bed are going like up and down. And she's like smiling and watching it. Like, what is going on here? And we find out later that that is the scene where she's sleeping with Common, with Silvers, yeah. Agent Silvers. So it makes yeah, sense agent. at the end. But at the time we're watching this movie, we're like, did they just get into a threesome? Is, yeah. that, is that what they're into? Okay. Yeah, it was just Fair bizarrely enough. edited. Why didn't they invite Kathy? I guess Kathy's still in love with her husband <laughs> yes. at the stage, so maybe not. She's got to look after the kids. The <laughs> awkward for the kids to be there as well. Anyway. Everyone's just there. You said no, Mama I, Coretti. The reason oh. that I gave you oh, the reason that I gave you half a point for that is because you sort of did establish that Ruby and the FBI agent have an, a relationship where they feed each other information, so that's close enough for me. But she's not a rat. Far from it, she's actually. She's definitely not a rat. You said that Kathy and Ruby will become too big for their boots and encroach on the territory of the Coretti crime family, who the husbands originally had an agreement with. I actually gave you a point and a half for that one oh, because really? technically, well, the husbands didn't have an agreement with them, but the wives end up striking up an agreement. But technically, they do start encroaching on the territory of the Coretti crime family, which is why. Alphonse Coretti calls them up and is just like, all oh, right. Because they bully those poor, the, the poor Jewish community. Yeah, that's the, right. The rabbis. That's right. And then just start killing them afterwards. Yes, that's right. Terrible people. The women, that is. The, yes. The, the leads. And we're supposed to like them? Yeah. Whatever. For, anyway. bu- for bullying people that just want to start up a legitimate business. That's right. It's like, how dare you want to start up a legitimate business? Well, in the we're comic gonna, book, the Jewish gonna... guys were mobsters as well. Oh, okay. Well, maybe so that's I, something. That I don't think they established in the movie if they were mobsters or not. We're just going to pour rotting meat outside of your uh, business now. Yeah, that's right. And take all your jewelry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so they are technically encroaching on the credit crime family's turf mm-hmm. and they end up striking up a deal to keep operating in their areas for in exchange for money. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Speaking of the Coretti crime family, you thought the name of the head of the Coretti crime family would be Mario Coretti. I think you originally said his name was like Tom or something really John. Boring. John. John Coretti. Yeah, the reason I said you, you asked, you put me on the spot and asked for a name and my, my grandfather was Italian. Giovanni yeah. was his name. So my first thought was John. <laughs> Why didn't you say Giovanni? I mean, it would have been wrong either way. Yeah, yeah it doesn't Mar- Mario was equally Just, as wrong. We had a famous gangster in Australia a few years ago called Al- Alphonse Gangitano, so I should have thought of that. Yeah, should have. But uh, no, not Mario. We're not creative enough. Not Mario, which I'm surprised they didn't go with that name, Mario or Luigi. I- I'm shocked that they didn't. There's so many <laughs> stereotypes in this movie. He wasn't a stereotype, though, this guy. Yeah, he kind of was. You think so? Yeah, he kind of was. He was your standard movie uh, mob boss. So. He was a lot nicer than usual mob bosses, though. I like the bit in the movie where they go, goes what was the scene where they're talking to one of the mobsters and they're like oh some greaseball italian he goes oh i'm not italian i'm greek yeah that's right yeah on my mother's side yeah that was well they they were saying like why would they go to him if he's italian he's like no i'm greek (laughs) yes okay that was a funny line you said that the wives would start a gang war with the Coretti's. That doesn't happen no, at all. No, it doesn't. And you said that Claire finds out that, shockingly, Gabriel is working for the FBI oh, okay. and tries Here to we kill go. him. All right, yeah, yeah, Which I Here don't know why. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know why in Matty D world you thought that that would be a good idea because why would uh, an FBI agent be going around killing so many people? So here is what I'm going to do to justify what I said. Because obviously, obviously you were wrong, by the way. Obviously I obviously didn't think 100% it through, wrong. but I'm going to pretend like I did think it through and I'm going to pretend like this makes sense. So the FBI catch Gabriel and in exchange for his cooperation, they're going to give him a lighter sentence. So he starts trying to sell Claire out. Right. Okay. And that's a twist in the movie. Ta-da! Right. So they catch this notorious killer and they're like, let's make a deal. I don't think they do that. And well, I don't they want to get rid of that. the bosses. They don't want to. He's just some guy. Well, he does all their heavy lifting. He does all their work. So getting rid of him. <laughs> Not in my plot. Get, in my plot, the they're like gang. Avon ladies and stuff. Oh, so. yeah. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. To your point, it didn't make any sense. No, well, you and just wanted a twist in there. Yeah, just wanted a twist in there. I thought it would be good because I think he needs to die or Claire needs to die or something needs to happen there. Speaking of, you said that Gabriel would kill Claire in this scene. I gave you half a point because Claire is killed and Gabriel lives. He's there, he's involved, but she's killed by Colin, the delivery boy assassin. <laughs> Poor Colin. So not actually killed by Gabriel. So I, it was a very generous half a point, obviously, there. Yeah, it is. You said that while Ruby and Kathy are celebrating, I don't know what they're celebrating, the death of Claire, maybe? Uh, celebrating winning against the Italian crime Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you said Did that- you pay attention to my plot, Kieran? Yeah, I was making a joke. But anyway, uh, you said that the FBI agents would interrupt their party and arrest Kathy. This is where it's revealed that uh, Ruby was actually working for the FBI the entire time, which we've already established that she isn't really. Yeah, technically she is. I think I gave you a bonus point for that, didn't I? But yes, so Kathy's arrested in front of her children, which is something she never wanted. And the movie would end with Kathy in a prison kitchen mirroring (laughs) the opening of the movie, which you predicted. But yeah, that didn't happen at all in the movie. Kathy isn't arrested. As we know, the two end up forming an uneasy alliance and working together. Very sloppy sort of ending. But um, the ending you your ending, your ending would be a lot more poetic. And I think it would be more justified. You, your whole thing was crime doesn't pay. Yeah, you I wanted to teach a, the a kids a lesson. At the end of the, the movie that, you know, you can't just turn to crime and get away with it. But that's what they ended up doing in the actual movie. <laughs> they did, yeah. Crime so, pays. So yeah. while that was a nice image, it wasn't actually in the movie. And so if you total up all your points, you ended up with... I'm guessing I'm in the, in the 20s. How did I do? 38 points. Oh, a little bit more. So you weren't too far away from me. And this was you being generous. And that was me being actually, generous. Actually, everything you said there, I agree with. So I'll take it. I'll so you had it. some pretty radical ideas. That didn't show up on the big screen. So if you think about it, maybe it is or more justified. 
why that I got more points. As we watched it. On. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So you're happy with that? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Given like, that you had no information beyond character I bios. Think, I think 38. I think you did spectacular. 38 and a half is pretty good for somebody who read Wait, a was 38. title. Don't get too excited. For someone who read a title and read a few lines of character bio. Yeah. So I think that's One pretty, sentence character bio. I think that's pretty good. I think that's if you watched the good. movie, you'd be surprised how well I did. If I was a teacher, I'd give you a B plus. Thank you. B plus I'll take. What would you give me? I, I You did great. I'd give you- A plus. There you go. You High a. distinction. I'll give you an A. Okay, fair enough. I wouldn't give you an A plus. Fair enough. All so right. still start. Maybe an A minus. Let's finally yeah. talk about our thoughts on The Kitchen. We watched it for the first time a yes. couple of nights ago. And what was your takeaway, Matty D? I think I know what yours is already. I just want to hear it <laughs> coming from your mouth. I want to hear what you... I know exactly what you're going to say, actually. So. I, I don't think I've been, um, like... I haven't been holding my cards close to my chest, <laughs> no. so... I, we watched this together, and I, I thought it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. I really liked the twist that Ruby was orchestrating the whole thing. I liked that. Um, but they didn't really focus on it. No, they... just they sort of revealed it, and we're like, huh, I guess that makes sense. And uh, then that it didn't matter for the rest of the movie. There was a lot of points in the movie where I'd lost track of what was happening, but I think the movie yes. had moved so fast. You called out really early. You were like, hey, Maddie D. I'm like, what? You're like, have you noticed that no scene lasts longer than like two minutes? minutes or three minutes that's right and then for the entire movie that's all i could notice i'm like oh my god he's right this movie is moving so fast the whole movie is a montage yeah From start to finish the movie is a montage and i can see what they were going for they were trying to copy like goodfellas style yeah because if you notice in goodfellas there's no like beginning or definitive end of most scenes you're sort of seeing in the middle of the action and it will be like a couple of minutes I'm surprised they didn't duration. have like a really long tracking shot of like them walking yeah. through you know an underground Kitchen. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, maybe um, they should have done that. But yeah, I think they were very much trying to copy that Goodfellas Scorsese style, yeah. as we've already mentioned earlier in the episode. But yeah, it, it didn't really work for the movie. Mm. Like, it was just so, like, we didn't have time to linger on anything and we didn't have time to develop any characters and it was just cut, yeah. cut, cut, there cut, There were some things that there were characters doing things that their motivation seemed so off. So there was yeah. like... Kathy's father would be like, don't you go into this crime yeah. family. I don't, don't respect you if you go into the crime and family. And she'd be like, I'm giving you this money. He's like, I only take money from honest work. You know, you should get out of this. But when she started making money, he was like, you do what you need to do. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, and then he actually started helping her with like criminal activities. And Gabriel blames Kathy for the death of Claire. Why? Like there was a lot of for these no kind reason. of things of just like, why are these characters oh, well, doing this? Kathy said, oh, don't kill Colin, the delivery boy, because he's not involved in the family at all. Yeah, but the And only then it reason, turned out he was. The only reason the assassins go after, you know, is because Ruby starts. So yeah, I'd blame Ruby if I was Gabriel. Yeah. Anyway. Aside from things like that, I thought it was a fine movie. I was expecting a real train wreck because yeah. there's been no promotional material. But I sat down and watched it. And it's it got was... really bad scores, critical scores on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. And it was short. I don't think it deserves the hate it gets. I think it was fine. I, thought I don't think it gets any hate the, because no one's seen it. The three female leads were really, really good. Everybody else in the movie <laughs> pretty much sucked. But yes. those three, those three actors were great. Having said all that, I like my movie better. I thought I wrote a better movie. Yes. thought it made more sense. So I was just like, eh, I, I, I did a better Is it a job. movie that you would recommend people watch? No, nah, probably not. I think that's a sensible answer. But I, you know, I, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed parts of it. So I, di I didn't hate it. I, di I don't think it deserves to be trashed, but it's just kind of Fair like enough. What it is. Fair enough. They should have promoted it better. It would have done better, I think. But um, yeah, okay. maybe. Now you can go ahead and shit on it. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm really going to shit on it because I, I think I'm with you in saying that I was really expecting this movie to be a complete stinker and then while it, I certainly didn't think it was good it wasn't it wasn't terrible it wasn't a terrible movie I, I agree with you in saying that the three main actors were really good 
they did a, re- a really good job. They all impressed me with their performances. Well, I knew Elizabeth Moss was going to do a good job. Oh, she's I, great in everything. I, I like her in everything. But yeah, as I said before, Melissa McCarthy really surprised me. I really enjoyed her in the movie. I want to see her do more stuff now, more serious Hopefully roles. Hopefully she does. I think she's going into that serious direction and she's amazing in, in yeah. that role. Yeah, apparently she does. A, any serious role she does, she does really well. And it's <laughs> like Stay Oscar away from really. comedies. You yeah, stay away from comedies. You don't need to do any more comedies. Well, even in stuff. Ghostbusters 2016, she got a lot of hate, but I don't know why she got that hate because she was very much a straight person in that in that no, movie. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. That was terrible. Like, was, Leslie, Leslie it's a bad example, was, D. was over the top and uh, the other SNL actor, the one that played the kooky one, was over the top and, you know... the. the I'm, I'm not going to bring up the wonton right. joke. All I'm right. not going to bring right. up the well, wonton we joke. We won't go into that territory, but... Yes, I don't agree with you, but I do... I think my our sentiments on this movie are the same. There's, I enjoy the soundtrack of The Kitchen. I enjoyed a couple of scenes and a few lines of dialogue when there were some lines of dialogue in the movie. <laughs> Everything was so brief. It was it was a sloppy mess. It was a terrible first time director. I know that it was a long time screenwriter, first time director, and she did not do a good job. I think she could do. She has a lot of potential. A lot of the scenes looked great. Mm. Cinematography you, was good. There was like parts of the movie I was watching. I was like, ah, if you tweak this a little bit, or if you did this, you know, it could have worked better. There's a lot of potential in this movie, but in the end, as I said, it was just sloppily but done. We didn't call it in the original episode. I certainly didn't call it when I was watching it. That twist ending that Ruby did this whole. She orchestrated it, it these things. Good twist, I thought it was a good twist. I, I was like, was wow, that is really cool. Did not see that coming. How they show the threesome scene that she was actually sleeping with <laughs> yes. Common. I was like, that was clever. I, I enjoy a twist that gets me and that, that got me. I didn't see that. I, that surprised me. But it's a twist that has very little impact on the overall movie, though. Well, yes, I guess so. So it wasn't like a, a usual suspect's groundbreaking level twist. But I mean, she was going to kill. Imagine if she but killed Kathy. If and the she movie's was just giving like, you something, I'm an evil, war- uh, evil warlord now. But uh, the movie was giving you nothing the whole time, and then it finally gave you something, and, you, and then you just went on just board with it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, also, the movie didn't commit to anything. Like it was, no. it was like, are these are these uh, characters like good people that turned bad? Is this a bad thing they're doing, or are they actually using a bad lifestyle to do good for other people? Like I was confused with the whole message. Yeah, like yeah, they exactly. walked away and they were just like, yeah. Hell's Kitchen is a better place because these housewives are, you know, doing organized crime now. And like all the police were useless you as compare well. It, compare it to the end of The Godfather where that has a really sort of satisfying dark ending where you have Michael Corleone who... Or Goodfellas. Or Goodfellas. You have Michael Corleone in The Godfather who at the start of the movie is just like, oh, I'm nothing like my family. I really want to separate myself from the family to being the Don of the family, killing several people, being a really ruthless Don that the family's never really had before. Yeah. And so that's a really satisfying dark ending. And this movie didn't really have that. It didn't have a satisfying ending. They ended up being evil people and were sort of supposed to be okay with it. Yeah. Crime movies, I know people are different to me, but I like my gangster movies to be their losers at the end. That's right. Yeah, I'm the because same. Because I'm very much like, you can't portray these guys as, and I know people do, you can't portray these people as heroes. heroes. Yeah. I, I don't like that. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's the ending you're going with. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, they kind of did it with Claire where they had her being killed off when she became the bloodthirsty one, but sort of, I think something happened. To they, feel there had to be for consequences for the two others as well. They did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, but apparently good for their community. Good for their community, <laughs> apparently. Ugh. Anyway. Well, there we go. Uh, we did a movie where we didn't have any information on. Yes, and I think we did a great job. Yeah, we did a great job. I, I kind of want to do it again in the future. Mm, we should do it again in the future. Maybe. And this would be a movie that I wouldn't otherwise watch, I don't think. It wouldn't have been on my radar anyway. People who are listening, if this movie was on your radar, or if you're just listening because you heard the episode, <laughs> yeah, let us know what you thought. 
Yeah, tell us what you think of the kitchen. Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Let us know. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page. Uh, mm. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter. Or you can just leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Were you disappointed that there wasn't enough kitchen? Yeah. Should have there been more kitchens in <laughs> the kitchen? T- I told this. Uh, I told my housemate that we were going to do this show and they were like, is this a movie like The Room? Is it entirely takes place in the kitchen? Well, you joked in the original episode that the whole movie would take place in the kitchen. <laughs> Imagine that. Be That'd funny be though. Would be good. It would be good. Anyway, please let us know. All right, now we should talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Uh, we sort of deviated from our Halloween theme here at the moment, so we should I go mean, back to... that's pretty scary, the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen, watching the kitchen was a pretty scary <laughs> concept for me. Killing people, that's that's Yeah, funny. it was pretty dark, it was gruesome, there was lots of blood in it. I suppose you could say it's a very loose Halloween movie. It came out around Halloween last year. It, the horror of the, you know, social climate of the 70s. Yeah, there you go, there racism, you go. Sexism. racism, sexism. Very scary. Anyway, so we should go back to an actual scary movie, keeping up with the Halloween season. We're going to be talking about another director VOD movie that's coming out in a few weeks oh, that's all of them. and it's called Come and Play I believe it's called Come and Play it's about a movie where a bunch of kids summon a demon and that's all I know about it oh okay I don't know anything a about it a demon play mate so, it sounds charming so this time next week yeah come and play with us yeah that's right join us next week for Come and Play thanks for joining us this week by the way I just want to say before we go as well that uh, Love and Monsters is now available for streaming on video on demand and believe it or not Honest Thief is out and it's out in cinemas it's not on VOD it's in cinemas We can watch Liam Neeson blowing stuff up in cinemas. That's right. Let's do that now. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. I'm going to slit somebody open like a fish and drink their blood. That's what I'm going to drink. If we don't start getting to the fucking point here. And then I'm going to come back and light you on fire. I'm going to light you all on fire. But I'm going to start with you, Jill. I'm going to fucking torch you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy a fucking pickup truck and a cord of rope and I'm going to string it around all three of your fucking necks and then drive around town dragging you. That's what I'm going to fucking do. That's completely uncalled for. Really, Jill? You think it is? Fuck off, Jill. God, everybody fucking hates you. God. That isn't even nice. Go suck a big fucking dick, Jill. That's totally uncalled for, You're Catherine. a fucking asshole. Everybody hates you. They hate your fucking Bob. And I'm glad your husband died. Because you're a fucking asshole. He probably killed himself.